Welcome, travelers, to the Rule of Cool podcast, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast that's occasionally appropriate and frequently distracted. In the last episode, our adventurers learned a little more about the marriage contract between Du Bois boy and the girl of Du Bois. Reese also inquires for some more information about his home island. And finally, the gang sees how Du Bois family takes care of business. Without any further ado, I now present the Rule of Cool. This is the rule of cool and occasionally inappropriate, frequently distracted D&D 5e actual play adventure. I am Sarah, your Maleficent should not have a sequel. It ended just fine DM. And tonight the boys are going to introduce themselves by saying uh, what movie really didn't need a sequel but has one. Uh, I'm going to say most of them, but... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have to come up with one. Which one is just grinding at you? Like for me, Maleficent having a uh, one coming out is killing me because I'm going to see it, but I'm going to hate myself for it. I guess, Alex, you said most of them, not all of them, right? Yeah. Basically, arguably... Alien and Terminator needed a sequel. Or not yes. needed it, but got a good one, and every other yes. movie failed miserably. Because arguably, Aliens, I, in my opinion, is better than Alien. I like, think they're, they're both even. good movies. Like, I think they're both great movies. I like Aliens better. Yeah. One is a horror movie, now, what's another the is an action the movie. I don't know. Um, <sighs> if James Cameron directs your sequel, you're allowed to have a sequel. That's the rule. Hi. What if, but wait, what if he directs four, three or four Hi, sequels at the same time? <laughs> Hi, my name is Jason. I play Vaughn, the half-elf wild mage sorcerer, and the sequel that did not need to be made is Avatar 2. <laughs> Accurate. But you Avatar 3 needs to be made. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we don't know. Maybe it's just you have to see 2 to see 3. No, I don't need to even see 1. But it's the highest grossing film of all time. Avatar's not good. James Cameron should have just rode Terminator 2 and Titanic off into the fucking sunset. But he's just making more and more movies. Like, why? I mean, I guess that's all he knows. I saw Pocahontas, too. I'm sure I'll see them. Whenever they come out in 22 years. Yeah. I mean, there's some really low-hanging fruit, but, like, do you go for that or do you go for... Twilight. Okay, But, I mean, like, the low-hanging fruit is, like, 102 Dalmatians, Mulan 2, Little Mermaid 2. There's a Mulan 2? Yes. Yes. Oh, Actually, okay. I really like the soundtrack to Mulan 2. Any of the direct-to-video sequels of Disney movies did not need to be made. Not one Like of Aladdin them. 3, The Prince of a Thousand Thieves? That w- Aladdin 2, Return of Jafar. Mulan 2 was enjoyable. I just remembered there was a Lion King 2. Yes, there is. And it a was two also and a half, enjoyable. I believe. Or a one and a half. Yeah, there was the one and a half, which was the... Timon and Pumbaa story. Hi, this is Alex. My name is Alex. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, I'm Alex. I play Alex playing Reese. All right, let's do that again. Hi, this is Alex. I play Reese, the lizard folk barbarian. And um, every movie doesn't need a sequel, basically. But I love Jaws and Jurassic Park. Both of them a lot, and they both didn't need a sequel. Indiana Jones 4 would be high on my list. I don't care. I just, everything. Yeah. All Spielberg-related movies. Good. good as a choice, not as a movie. I should clarify oh, yeah, that. Of course. Of course. Right. <laughs> Nobody needs to see old Indiana Jones with an earring. Yeah, Indiana Jones 5 is still coming, so fuck you, Steven Spielberg. George Lucas. Both of them. Yes. <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> but thank you for everything you've done. <laughs> I really just want to be shitty and be like, um, Spider-Man Far From Home. 
Like, I will fight you, son. I will fucking fight you. Did you see Spider-Man Far From he Home? He finally Jason? did. I have, yes. Hi, my name is Adam, and this movie sequel that didn't need to happen. Oh, I'm gonna turn this on its head. It's actually gonna be a prequel that was a sequel. Uh, the Hobbit. Yes. Ooh, okay. Yeah. I was wondering if someone would say The Hobbit. Like, let's just be clear. I love that book. I yes. do so very much. Um, but Peter Jackson struck old once. Well, I mean, he struck old several times, arguably, but uh, he struck old with the Lord of the Rings and he tried to replicate it with Hobbit and it just didn't work. It's all about that money. I know. Should also mention we are still down Jordan for this session. Would you like to join me as I have a, a little business meeting? It will be fun. It is very, you could see how the family operates, how we keep the peace here in Hyder. Okay. Uh, does anybody want any mimosa? Uh, actually, I think I'll take one. <laughs> okay, I will. He'll, I assume he brings this cup over to me and I will pour the bucket. I didn't have a cup. <laughs> Vaughn, just in your hands. Vaughn doesn't drink, but this time we will. <laughs> I pour the bucket, but there's nothing that comes out. I'll be like, what the fuck happened? Oh, yeah. God. Uh, du Bois looks at you and goes, what, do you need more to drink, son? Uh, mm, yes, but I think I need coffee. All right. I'll have a refreshment cart brought down to the uh, to the meeting room. Hey, Mr. Yeah. Du Bois, like, before we do all this meeting stuff, like, I, I wanted to ask you about my mom and my sister. Like, Of course, Reese, of course. very important. Yes, of course. And he turns to the gnome and he goes, tell them we'll be with them in a moment and to uh, prepare. And the gnome runs out of the room and he goes, yeah, what do you want to ask me, uh, Reese? Okay, like, my mom, her name... Was and then he just says mom in yeah lizard folk draconic yeah in like my sister I assume she's still alive somewhere her name was Tal Rasha <laughs> I don't get this <laughs> it's a Diablo reference yeah okay he goes well I I do not know her by name. I'm sure the family could look into this for you as you are looking to become one of us, of course. I'll put resources on that uh, immediately, son. Okay, look, he, if you he, find them... He does them, the arm on your shoulder. Reese looks at the arm on his shoulder and, like, is very happy. The hand on your shoulder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and he's just, he does the light, the light squeeze of, like, I'm here for you. Oh, I like this. Yes, I like this. I like this too, Reese. It's nice having a son and... If I can, I'll find your mother and your sister for you. You deserve to have your family back, Reese. Yeah, please let me know if you find them anywhere. Like, I just assumed they were gone forever, but, like, they're lizard folk now, so maybe they're not. We will do our best for one of ours. Gives you a pat on the back before removing his hand. All right, we can go to, like, the meeting or whatever it was. Uh, All right. I need my coffee. Coffee. It, it'll be down in the meeting room, nice and hot for you. And he just uh, walks out of the room, leading Reese, puts an arm around your shoulder, Reese, and uh, leads you down, um, down the stairs to the meeting room that he has set up. I'd love to do a quick little uh, like prayer to Doll and be like, "Oh God, Doll, please make my mind clear. I've made mistakes today." Okay. Roll religion. Um, 16. 16? You don't hear anything, but you get the feeling of, yeah, me too, bro. Siri, Siri and Tabitha follow um, their dad out of the room. You two can follow if you would like. We're going to follow Reese. Yeah. He's my bro. He called okay. me his friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. going to follow as well. Okay. You guys follow out. You go down. Three Wait, flights. Can I can I please give Vaughn like a wedgie as we leave? You can try. Okay, what do I need to roll? Slide of hand. <laughs> I think with Vaughn disadvantage because he's drunk. Yeah, roll slide of hand at disadvantage. 
Vaughn, you roll perception. Wait, a slide of hand dexterity? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then it's just a straight roll for you. And Vaughn, oh. you're you're rolling perception. Well, hold on. So he just he yeah, gets a disadvantage again. and an advantage on that. So, so it, just, it washes. Yeah. So just roll no normal. And you said mine's yeah. perception? Yes. That's not good for you, That's Vaughn. That's a 15. Oh, man, that really sucks, because I got an 18. Yeah, take fucking pride damage again. <laughs> Wait, Vaughn, do you wear underwear? If he didn't, I'd do his pants. I know he's wearing pants. Okay, so you give him somewhat of a wedgie as you guys are walking out. Good job. I'm glad we, I'm glad we rolled for that. <laughs> I do it, and then I run ahead of him. Okay, good for you. You you oh, God, you run is... into Siri's back and Siri just laughs at you again with an arm around her wife. And I'd be like, "You're your wife's fucking gorgeous." <laughs> <laughs> Reese is gonna turn back and try to like give uh, Chad like a daggers look, like don't don't embarrass me in front of my dad. <laughs> I definitely don't notice. No, I'm probably staring at at Siri's wife. So, the top floor is where his office is. The floor beneath it is where the family quarters are. Below that was the quarters where you guys were. Below that are multiple floors that aren't necessarily filled. One of which is Siri's floor. One of which will be Alexa's floor. Below those floors is the lobby where you guys originally entered from the Illyria Tower. So you guys make it back down to that floor where the receptionist was and she sees you guys come back down and motions to the boys that the conference room behind her is where people are being held and he nods to her politely and leads you in to a windowless room, very little inside, two people sitting in chairs, a couple chairs lining the back wall, no table somewhat dim lighting he motions for all of you to enter the room siri does she kisses tabitha who leaves her there because tabitha is going to go off and do other work you see um madame Illyria, who you've met before and then a man you have not met before who is a gnome both sitting in the chairs in the middle of this room and then just chairs against the wall I'll go get some coffee because I know I need that. There's also a refreshments cart that has coffee, tea, additional alcohol, water. Actually, to be totally fair, I would probably grab like two cups of coffee. There's Kahlua. Nope, none of that. I know (laughs) that I need to get like sobered up real quick. Okay. You're going to go double fisting? Yeah, I'm double fisting coffee. Okay. I'm entering into the room and I'm just like trying to like psych myself up. I bad shit's about to happen. Wonderful. Yeah, I think I even Reese w- along the wall. Reese is going to even look around and be like, "Oh, this doesn't look good at all." <laughs> like, I don't know about this one. Yeah, you guys enter. Siri uh, closes the door when you enter. You said there's two people in chairs. There's three of us and what Siri, Siri Du Bois, and Du Bois. And- okay. And you see the two people in chairs. One of whom you recognize as Madame Illyria. Um, one of whom you do not recognize. Du Bois walks in front of the two and uh, addresses the man sitting in the chair first. And he says, uh, we're going to have some um, friends with us today. Don't uh, worry anything about that. It'll just be business as usual, folks. Now, uh, Taurus, did you give a slight to this woman's family? And he gestures to Madame Illyria. And the man sitting in the chair straightens up and he... Uh, Makes eye contact and he goes, uh, yes, yes, sir, I did. And uh, Du Bois says, then I think it's all settled, right? Unfortunate that your loss was greater than hers, but when you move first, you gamble like that, right? And he shakes his head and uh, Taurus, looking uh, slightly scared but still proud, says, yes, sir, you are right. He says, good. Du Bois says, I'm glad you're happy and that this is all behind us. Uh, now go home and see to your people. The man stands up and says, uh, thank you, sir. And Du Bois reaches out his hand for a handshake, which the man he has been addressing as Taurus uh, reaches out to shake back. But Du Bois doesn't let go. 
And he continues with, and Taurus, uh, remember, be smart or be accepting, but never be stupid enough to waste my time again. And he pulls out a dagger and cuts off the small pinky finger of the man he's addressing as Taurus and then throws a handkerchief at him so that he can stop the bleeding and continues and says, are we clear? And the man says, um, the man says back to the boys, he goes, uh, yes, sir. And, um, he scampers to the door, which Siri lets him out of. Um, can Chad run over and pick up the pinky? Yes. And then run out of the room? Yes. Okay. I run after Taurus. While you pick up the pinky and run out of the room, uh, Du Bois just kind of chuckles, shakes his head, and uh, lets you do that. So what are you doing as you're running after him? He's walking towards one of the walkways that would take him, theoretically, back to his family's tower. Okay, I'll, like, run and be like, uh, 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 um, Mr. Taurus. He stops and turns back to you. He's holding the handkerchief to his to his uh, bleeding stump on his hand. Look, I'm sorry for what happened, but uh, you guys uh, um, attack first. Yes, it was. It was my fault. It was my fault. I am taking responsibility for my family. Yeah, but uh, you don't need to lose a finger for that. So uh, no, here. I no. I am honored to have lost this finger. He was very, Du Bois was very magnanimous to have let me off so easily. Very understanding man. I am honored to have lost the finger for my family. Well, well, he left me, he let me, uh, you know, like leave that room with this. So, uh, here, let me, uh, let me take care of this for you. And I'll like grab the hand that had the, the finger. He pulls the hand back and puts it behind his back. And he goes, no, I would, I mean, Du Bois is teaching me a lesson. Listen, dude, dude. listen, young man, he is teaching me a lesson. He is giving me wisdom and the knowledge I need to better lead my family. I dude. am glad to carry this wound. Dude. I will take the finger, though. And he holds out his good hand for the finger. Dude, dude, he's clearly letting me do this. He wouldn't let me do this. He wouldn't have let me leave the room if it, he wasn't OK with this. Let me just put your fucking finger back on. He's letting you do this because he he knew I would understand and would not take it. Trust me. Look. You, are you from here? No, but I understand then how you this don't works. Un- I do know. I have dealt with these fucking games. I hate them so much. Just let me put your finger back on. It's what he Doll would you. want. Roll, roll persuasion. Ooh. Oh, son of a bitch. It's a seven. He says, fine. He holds out his injured hand to you. Chad will uh, stick the finger back on the right spot, and then I will start to do my regular like healing word or something, or whichever yeah, one's touch. It's cure wounds, right? Yeah. The, the finger does adhere back on. Okay. And he looks at you, and he nods, and he says, uh, thank you. Can you do me a favor and remember what uh what what I did? Who are you? Chadwick. Hayden, Archibald Darrow, the cleric of light. Life. Light. <laughs> yeah. Just Chad. I I will remember this, Chad. Thank you. And he walks back down the path that connects his family's skyscraper to this uh lobby and as he walks away i like he his back's totally turned to me so he can't see me and he's really he's too far away and i like bow to him and i go you are welcome sir what you don't see no i'm kidding <laughs> Chops he up rips his finger. the finger off <laughs> yeah no but like a hundred percent out of out of game he would cut his finger back off before he left but he's not going to do it in front of chad because his persuasion failed he's gonna let chad think it worked back in the room we still have Vaughn, Reese, Siri, and Du Bois. And Du Bois uh, turns to you, Reese, and he says, Now, see, Reese, that man, he made a mistake. And people got hurt. Good people got hurt because of his mistake. And he has his warning and a fighting chance to come out of this plenty fine. Now it's her turn. And if you would like to help me, you can. If not, I can handle this myself, of course. I'll help you. Look, I don't mind. Yeah, it's great. 
then uh, come up here and, and look at this woman. Do you know this woman, Reese? Yeah, look, she's the one who told me where you were. Yes, uh, this woman lied and used you. Worse, she tried to use me. Wait a minute, she lied to me? She said that I was okay with her retaliation, didn't she? Uh, look, I think so, maybe. I don't remember. Didn't you? And she lo- he looks at Madame Illyria and she goes, Yes, sir, I did. She's admitted that she lied to you and used you and tried to use me, which is just unacceptable. Wouldn't you say, Reese? Good people don't use us, right, Reese? No. Good people don't cause the deaths of others because of their lies, right, Reese? Uh, no. Wonderful. First, I'll be taking this. And he takes a packet that she has in a bag around her waist and pulls it out. And you see the black orb that she had you take from the Taurus family. Yes, I will be taking this first, as it was a point of contention. And it will just cause more animosity between the families. And we don't need more bloodshed for something as simple as this. And so he takes it and he puts it on one of the chairs in the back. And then he turns to you, Reese, and he says, uh, and now I'll let my future son-in-law decide your fate. Reese, what should we do with a liar who sacrifices good people for her vanity? Should we take something from her so she doesn't have the chance to do it again? Should we punish her? Should we make it so that she doesn't have that power anymore, Reese? Um, well... I mean, like, lying's bad, so maybe, like, make it so she can't do lying anymore, I guess. Yeah. How would you go about making it so that she can't do lying anymore, Reese? Um, I think I would, like, tell her not to. I would love to do that, Reese. How, but how does she know that we're serious? She's not a good person. She's lied. She's used us. And she's caused not only her own people, but other people to die because of it. Um, well, maybe, like, if you can't talk, then you can't lie? Is that, like, a good idea? He looks over at Siri and Syria nods and laughs. And he goes, that's a wonderful idea, Reese. So you're saying we should make it so that she can't talk. Yeah, I mean, like, no more lies. Exactly. That is... A good punishment, a fitting punishment, don't you think? And he looks at Madame Illyria, who's just wide-eyed, scared, but nodding very slowly, um, accepting that. And he goes, we're all in agreement. So we'll just make it so that you can't lie anymore, Madame Illyria, and then everything will be fine. I'll leave that to you, Siri, to handle. And Siri goes, uh, yes, yes, father, I will handle making sure she can't lie anymore. And he goes, fantastic. I'll take the rest of these boys out and uh, see that they have a good have a good rest of their day while you handle that for me. And Siri goes, of course, father, I'll be glad to. Madame Lyria just sits there terrified um, as... Du Bois gestures for you, Vaughn, and you, Reese, to leave the room with him. I feel like Chad would have been outside of the room this whole time. Like yeah. convincing, what's his name? Yeah. To, like, let him heal his hand. And we don't get to see what happens with uh, Madame Illyria? No. Okay. So as we're walking out, uh, Reese is going to just say, because he's Reese, hey, yeah. like, what's going to happen to her? Uh, well... Siri is going to make it so that she can't tell lies anymore, Reese. Yeah, but, like, you cut off the other guy's finger. Like, are you going to cut off her finger and then she can't talk? I don't understand. No, she'll take a part of her tongue. Wait, is this out in the hall where I'm at? Yeah. I'll be like, um, I'm sorry, what? Just a part of it. <laughs> uh, a, a part? Yeah, the front part, probably. Like, but then she can't talk anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I get it. Oh. (laughs) Well, and here's the thing, Reese. Think about this, Reese. If she has enough people who love her, and if she does enough good deeds, someone will heal that for her. Oh, yeah. There's local magic and stuff. If she 
if she does enough good for her people, they'll heal it for her and it'll be fine. And then she'll, then everything will be fine. And she'll be forgiven for the lies and the using you and the trying to use me. A, a, a quick, uh, who, whom, to whom are we talking about? Uh, Du Bois walks up to you with the black orb that you have seen before, Chadwick, and he goes, a gift. And he uh, places it in your hand. And he goes, uh, I have no need for this. I will go, the fuck is this? A, a <laughs> gift. Uh, and, uh, and it seems to have religious connotations. You're a god boy. Have at it. Should I roll religion again? Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure I did it the last time and totes failed. Yeah, you you did. You can try again. What you'll find the second time on doing it would be different than what you find the first time. Now that he knows it specifically. Yeah, like to see it up close. Right. Oh, no. It's not with advantage, correct? Unless it's a deck space, which I don't think you're making the <laughs> making the argument for that. I'm pretty sure religion's deck based. It's not. <laughs> I mean, when you make the sign of the cross, maybe, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not. Well, I have a plus four, and I got an eight total. You're looking at it, and you're like, I don't really get anything from this. I've seen this before, but I do know other people who are religious. Chadwick does. You've met... Like 17 million different people from temples. So I look at this with like, I have no fucking idea what it is. This is Jason. I just wanted to take a quick break from the podcast to say, I have a cold. Also, thanks for listening. We're still taking questions for our Q&A session, so please send those questions in to us. We have a couple of good ones uh, that we can't wait to answer, such as, what is the answer to life, the universe, and everything? Or, how much is too much NyQuil? If you have any questions for the cast or about anything in general, you can find us on Twitter at RuleOfCoolCast, or send an email to TheRuleOfCoolPodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to be featured on this podcast, you can also contact us on Twitter or by email. Today, we'd like to give a special thanks to Adam after seven beers. This week, The Rule of Cool is sponsored by Generic Flu Medicine. Our intro, outro, and interstitial music is a song, Orchids, by Ubred Raptors. You can find their music wherever fine music is sold or at their website, ubredraptors.com. And with that, we'll get back to the podcast. If you would like, we could do the marriage today, but I'm assuming you want to think about it and that you want to look deeper at that contract and have your people look at it, come back to me with a counter offer, you know, really consider it. So you can do that as well. <laughs> and you forgot about the most important part of all of this. We have to throw a bachelor party. Of course. <laughs> oh my God. Of Let me know if you need help planning that. I can get you any club in the city. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we need some hookers, but Vaughn, probably, you're the best person to get those. <laughs> what? I think Vaughn needs a hooker. <laughs> what? what? Chad is what? very what? drunk. What part of any of my backstory was like, yeah, this dude knows how to get laid. Like, <laughs> Because you're you're man of the streets. Vaughn should be able to know prostitutes. He's a street walking yeah. magic yeah, man. Like that actually makes sense. Just like them, like just like them people. See, I'm not dumb. Get with the fucking program. <laughs> I mean, you've also got Paleus, who knows Visneros and her amorously oh, yeah. amiable house. Okay. So we need to have a bachelor party for sure. But Paleus would be huge for that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Which okay. 
I so think let's that... wait till Peleus comes back for that. Look, 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 I think he he knows all the sexy people. Look, that's a great idea. Peleus is never going to show up. Guys, he's fucking left us again. Yeah, look, he might. Oh my god, if he doesn't come back, I'm going to kill him. <laughs> wait, well, weren't we already going to go kill his dad? I feel like we're getting really sidetracked here. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, look, we should totally... Do wait, now, let's wait for Peleus, then we can kill his dead. Who are we killing? Du Bois says, standing there, very happy. Time! Time is, is what we're killing. And do you need uh, help? Mr. Zara? Who? Is that elfish? Yeah, I'm fucking pretty sure. Do you want me to look into this guy for you, Reese? No! No, 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 like, don't take the phone away from me, like, that's not cool. That's a good <laughs> attitude, that's the attitude I want in my son-in-law, that's the attitude I want passed down to my heir's heir. Yeah, he's like a bad <sighs> so guy. So proud of you, I'm sure he is, I'm sure he's a bad guy, Reese, I'm so proud of you. Oh, I've got a quick, like, are you a bad guy? I am a guy, Reese. Well, he's not fucking great. I've done good <laughs> things and bad things. <laughs> And uh, I just try to do what's best for the people I love. If your mom and sister were here, wouldn't you do what was best for them? Oh, yeah, totally, of course. I'm just doing what's best for my daughters, Reese. Reese, I, I swear I've heard these almost same exact words out of my dad's mouth. I'll do what's best for you as well. Kit, hey, I know you may be a little weirded out by what happened in that room, but... Master Taurus, he killed some of Illyria's people. That's not a good thing, is it, Reese? No, like a... Is that, Reese? No. Madame Illyria, she told you I was okay with her giving you guys that mission. Yeah, but what she actually she... told us not to kill anyone, so that was kind of all bad. But she gave you the job, knowing that she was responsible for what you did with it. She wasn't stupid. She doesn't get to her position without knowing that it could lead to some death. That's on her. I just won't have that in my city, Reese. So, like, Du Bois, I've had a really fun time here. Like, I really like your house. How do we, like, get back here? It was such a fucking pain in the ass last time. Hmm, that is a good question. <sighs> Here's what I'm going to do. Because I like you so much, Reese, and I trust you. I'm going to show you to my family's private telehome. And I'm going to give you this, Reese. And he hands you a uh, black crystal that looks kind of like the telepoint rock that you see around. And he goes, um, keep this on you. And uh, from the Hyder telepoint. You can get into this room directly from this uh, telehome right here. And you see a small version of a tele telepoint in there. Or you can get to me from reception. That's look really cool. Thank you. I think of you like a son already, Reese, and he goes in for a hug. I think of you like a dead too. Fantastic. I've always wanted a son. And he gives you a... Dancer overrated. <coughs> <laughs> Big old hearty pat on the back and he goes, is there anything else I can do for you boys? Uh, keep that shard close to you. Anything I can give you, make happen for you. Yeah, you got anything that helps, helps me be more wise? Uh, <laughs> more wise. I mean, I can send down to the family vault to see if there's anything in there. If you really need something to make you wise. It may take a while for us to unearth something, but if you need something to make you wise, I can put our people on it. God, I fucking love unearthing shit. <laughs> he goes in for a hug with you, Chad, and he goes, yeah, we can make you more wise, my friend of my son. The, I will give him the most bro-y bro hug that ever has been broed in bro-zistance. Big pats on the back. And he goes, good. Anything for you, other friend of my future son-in-law? And he looks at you, Vaughn. I'm, I'm, I'm good. Actually, could you cover the cost of the telepoint? Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. Uh, how much do you need? Uh, 
A hundred gold? I, I think it's... Go- just some pocket money? Here, take a hundred gold, and he gives you a hundred gold. I just, like, take handfuls, like, thank you? I'll go up and, like, put my arm around and be, be like, <laughs> you know, this bitch fucking dies all the time. <laughs> Got anything to help that? I can l- have them look in the family vault or look into that as well. So s- just to be clear... We're having them look into your family. That is the priority, Reese. Finding your mother and your sister if they are still in Mew. That is our priority. And then ancillary to that, stuff to make him wise, stuff to make him not dead. Yeah, that's like a pretty good idea. That last one's definitely the lowest priority, for sure. <laughs> I'll, have, I'll have them look into that. Oh, not um, a problem. So your, your, do- your daughter, like... I think we should, like, talk more eventually, like, to make sure we like each other. You want to court? Like, no, I don't want to go to court. You you want to get to know her? Yeah, that's what I just said. That's what marriage is for. You get married, then you get to know her. <laughs> okay, I didn't know that. I've never been Wonderful. married before. Yeah, it's it's understandable, Reese. It's understandable. I did not know my wife before I married her. The fact that you've met your... Uh, Potential future wife is a big step in the right direction. Uh, so, like, um, I guess we should like set a date for the wedding. Like, the wedding feel- or for the next meeting. It's up to you. I don't want to force you into this, Reese. I don't want to push you. I don't want you to think this is going too fast. I want to give you enough time to think things over and really commit to this. So, if you want to take time, we can make another meeting date. It is up to you. I'll just like. Um, have somebody call you. I don't know how that works. I think there's a way. Yeah, yeah, we can easily get in contact. I got in contact with the Round Earth Truthers very easily if you want to go through the Round Earth Truthers again. Or if there's someone else you would like to speak on your behalf, you can say that. Or I can just contact you at the guild that you're a part of. I'm Okay. Guys, we have, we have the sexting stones. Well, we have one half of them. Yeah, but, like, the other half talks to that other guy who is, like, weird. I have a direct line to Dell, if you're interested in that. I also have a direct line to General Bronskin, if that is he. Dell? Yeah, I have to keep in contact with some of the powerful people in Mew. Dell is one of them. The head of the Rounders Truthers is another one. It really just depends who you want in your business. Do you want me to contact you through the Rounders Truthers or through the Guild of the Oracle that you're a part of, or something else. You can just keep using Mary, like, that's fine. I'll Mary, like Mary. Right. Back that Back that story up. I think you should contact us exclusively through the head of the Round Earth Truthers. I don't think any of us want to talk to anyone but the head of the Round Earth Truthers. Well, I mean, he... Found, I contacted him. He told Mary to find you, and uh, Mary found you. Um, but you want uh, General Bronskin to to contact you directly from now on? Oh, he's the, the head of the Round Earth Truthers? Uh, yes, he huh. is. You know, now that you say that, actually, I'm really sorry to be fucking stupid. I think we probably would rather you contact us through Dell. That is fine. Knowing your resources and allies and uh, prioritizing them is good. You would prefer to be contacted through Dell rather than General Bronskin in the future? Yes. Reese, do you agree? Hey, like, whatever works, I don't care. I could also just send a messenger to you, um, but I may not know where you are at, at a given point in time. Okay. So I'd be sending a messenger who then Dell may have to send somewhere so Dell would know just to make things simple. I really feel like that's why Dell would be the like the optimal person because he should know where we are at all times. I mean, he can see the future. Very good. Okay. Yes, he can <laughs> see the future. Yeah. Uh, Dell. All right, I will contact you through Dell in the future instead of the Round Earth Truthers. Very good, fairy. Very good. Do you not like Dell? Dell's fine. I just don't 
care about the gods that much, and he does. Really, we see eye to eye on the whole uh, Axon thing, and that's pretty much it. He seems to think that the gods can do something about it. I seem to uh, just try to make the most out of my current situation. Well, I mean, he's right. The gods are very important. The gods are important, but there's nothing I can do. I don't... The gods don't talk to me. The gods don't give me any specific power, so I do the best I can for myself and my family, and I let the people that the gods talk to and that the gods work through do the stuff for the gods, if that makes sense. I know I've had a little bit to drink tonight, but um, like if you want the gods to talk to you, maybe you should like be open to it. like Seek it out. Well, the gods let my wife die. So. Well, you know, that's really sad. All of us have tragic bullshit in our past. He pats you on the shoulder and he says, and that's a good point. And Dell's made that argument before, which is why I trust Dell to uh, do God's work. And well, if Dell comes to me and says, hey, I need uh, money to help do God's work, I give it to him because I trust Dell and what the gods tell him. It's it's important to know that it's 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 gods, not gods. God. Gods, yes, the gods. Because you know, if you're trying to say God, then you're clearly a follower of Axon, and we have a bigger problem. Absolutely not. That harpy is the reason why our family <laughs> islands have been separated from this great land for all the years, and one of the reasons why my wife is dead. You know, interesting that you mentioned that. How is Axon preventing you from getting back to your homeland? Yeah, that's like a good question. I'm not I'm not sure if you heard the stories of the travelers who try to leave Mew. You know, it's really funny. I fucking love stories. They're my favorite. <laughs> Can you tell me a story, please? Yes. When I was a young man, my father took me into the city. <laughs> <laughs> My wife and I tried to leave our homeland for better. We had heard of great lands across the sea. So we hopped aboard a boat. We uh, sailed into the horizon. And after days of storms and turbulence and woe, we landed at Mew with no money, no friends, and her weakened my eldest daughter, Siri, just a just a child, and her on death's door with our second. We made it to Mew, but only through the grace of the Twelve, not through Axon, who would have seen us dead in the water, separated from the mainland. Uh, and if you hear the tales of sailors who try to find the missing isles, who try to return to our home, who try to find... The lands that were lost before the time of Axon. You hear of men and women, people and children who have never returned, never to be heard of. Or you hear of corpses who have fallen to her vision of what Mew should be. I'm sorry, it's, it's difficult for me to talk of. It is a painful moment. It's difficult for me to hear. I think Axon's a big old bitch. <laughs> you won't find a friend of Axon among my people. Like your people as in? My family. My family, both biological and anyone who chooses to call me father. That being... Those who report to me, that being anyone who chooses to claim my protection in this city. Oh, so, so Miss, Mistress Illyria, is she one of your followers? Yeah, she's a wayward follower who um, has learned, learned her lesson eventually. Back that sentence back up a little bit. You said a wayward follower, but that still means she's a follower, right? She is a member of my family and sometimes you don't get along with your family and sometimes you have to have tough love right you know it's really funny you're correct but also at the same time like you still love your family i can't even possibly fathom wanting to cut it 
cut the tongue out of my, any of my family. And he looks at you and he gives you a cold stare and he says, well, it's very good that I'm not courting you as my son-in-law, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it is really good. And I don't find loser folk that attractive. Hey, that's not that nice, you dick. Like, what is sexy? You're gorgeous. That's true. Thank you. I know. As much as I might dislike certain members of my family, I hate to speak for the rest of them, but uh, I just really don't think that that's right. Well, I don't ask you to understand the ways of my people. Uh, just like I don't pretend to understand the ways of your people. It's really funny that you say that because, like, I actually would understand the ways of your people more than anyone else in this room. I'm a human. Mm. Reese raises his hand like, um, dick? <laughs> but, but actually, would you? Not really. <laughs> Based on the lore of this of this whole world. If you're going to pull the whole humans understand, I need you to roll right. history. I'm fine with that. Five. That's my guess. I did better than five. Five that I rolled or five total? Rolled. Okay. I did less than five <laughs> rolled. Yeah. I got an eight. With an eight, you were kind of a party boy growing up. We all know this. Yep. Weren't the greatest person. Um, didn't really pay attention to your studies. And so, yeah, you feel fully vindicated saying that humans know a lot about shit and a lot about other races. But you, as a student, were a crap student and didn't actually pay attention. So you probably think you know what you're talking about, but you don't. Du Bois kind of just looks at you, rolls his eyes and looks at you, Reese, and says, Reese, I... Uh, I feel like we've had a very productive first meeting, and if you, and he looks at you very specifically, say, have concerns or questions or anything in the future, just reach out, let me know, and I'll look forward to hearing from you, and my daughter looks forward to hearing from you, Reese. And he goes in for another hug. Reese hugs him back still, and he's like, okay, I'll, uh... You know, like, we'll get in touch and we'll figure things out and, like, we can maybe get, you know, you could be my dad. Yeah, I would love to be your dad, Reese, and... Oh, I'll introduce you to my dog, Doug. That's fantastic. Take care of your friends, Reese. Uh, some of them seem to need more help than others. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, usually it's Vaughn, but, like, today Chad's a fucking mess. <laughs> yeah, he... He seems like a good man. With his priorities on straight. Reese but, uh, does the like hand tilting back and forth thing. Like, eh. His priorities on straight, but has not had to make many difficult choices with other people's lives. Maybe one day he will become a great man who has much weighing on his heart. I hope none of that comes to pass for any of you. I hope you all leave great lives. Just let me know when you want the marriage to take place, Reese. I know Alexa's very excited for it to happen as soon as possible. <laughs> yeah, look, that's pretty awesome. Wonderful. Wonderful. Remember, one third of her assets plus an island. <laughs> What's not to like? I just want the island, really. Like, that just sounds so fun. Wonderful. You can always negotiate. <laughs> uh, if you, yes, but if you use that shard that I just gave you, you can port directly back to the telepoint for Hyder. Get home. Okay, sounds good. Thank you. Anything for my future son-in-law? And he does the little elbow poking into your stomach. Reese is kind of like, you're landed on a little thick, buddy, but like, okay. <laughs> You know. He really wants this. Yeah. yeah. All right. So the telepoints through this way? Yeah. So you stand here. We'll engage it from here, and then you'll get back to the telepoint for Hyder. You all ready? Okay. I guess. Yeah, look, fuck it. Vaughn, you ready for this? I'm like, I'm on my knees grasping the ground. Uh, yeah. But, buddy, I'm sure telehomes are better than telephones. He closes the door to the room, and, uh,. Um, it engages and really pretty painlessly. You get a little bit of vertigo, Vaughn, 
but it's nowhere near as bad as a telepoint is because you're pretty much within the same city. You end up on the telepoint for Hyder. Oh, that wasn't so bad. Um, I guess let's take this back to the guild. See, telepoints aren't nearly as bad as, as your little bitch mind thinks. <laughs> <laughs> Do we actually want to go back to the guild? We should go. I mean, we should talk to to Remy about this. I think she's going to be able to read the contract a bit better. And Paleus is probably going to be back at the guild. Has Remy been there the past couple times we've been there? I forget which one it was. Remy has been there every time. Tad's been gone. I want to talk to Dell, actually. I wanted to, like, ask him about um, the boys. Like, if they're friends, like, maybe he knows something. So how does how does us randomly telepointing... I guess, yeah, they get that all the time, the you telepoint get, operators. You get in the front of the queue, basically, and you land on the telepoint, and the telepoint operator just kind of looks at you like, where do you want to go? Also, pay me. Uh, I'm gonna like take a few coins out and like you know pay the uh pay the fee. Was it? Was it's twenty five gold? Per Remember, uh, you were given a hundred gold. Yeah, I'm gonna put that on the on the counter for them. Like we're going back to uh to the Guild of the Oracle. Armorsmith Landing coming up. Um, yep. and they they queue up the telepoint. Reese holds up his maul to Vaughn and says, "Like, hey, do you want me to put you to sleep?" No, the last, the, I mean, the the telehome wasn't that bad. Maybe, I don't, maybe I'm just used to it now. So, as you're saying, okay. as I'm used to it now, <laughs> you feel what feels like a brain freeze start in your head. Like you've you uh, you slurped your slushy too quickly, and the brain freeze starts and travels down your spine. And as your entire just nervous system kind of freezes and pulls forward, um, you do end up back in the gardens of the Guild of the Oracle. I'm going to fall to the ground and start crying. <laughs> oh, God. Your eyes are cold somehow. It's worse every time. I'll just, like, get up and slap him across the face in that, like, French manner, the slap, slap. <laughs> How is that the French manner? I like guys... calling it the French manner. Okay. <laughs> I really think it's a it's appropriate. We have um, talked about how you were evil. I'm not evil. You are. Your world is evil. (laughs) Okay. It depends who we're saying we to or you to, because Sarah, me, the person, the human in this real world. Yes, I'm evil. Du Bois is just being fair. No, you as in Sarah Gorman Sama are evil. S-A-R-A-H-G-O-R-M-A-N-S-A-M-A. At LPFano125 on Twitter, says Sarah Gorman-sama is super evil. Yes. <laughs> this is more evil than if you had, like, murdered a bunch of people. It's just, like, slow calculating <laughs> evil. It's so much worse. I know. How do you think he took over the entire fucking city? We didn't think about that. The massages <laughs> were too... Did. Oh, so good. <laughs>